You are listening to 882 6PR. Great to have you with us too. It's warm. Yes, we acknowledge that it's warm. It's stinking hot. But we will feel cool, I feel quite sure, in some time. Probably not over the weekend. But anyway, let's just chill for now because I think it's it's important to sort of rest, take a breath. Time and space is my mantra at the moment. So anything that I can do to sort of soften the heat, soften the blow, soften the impact that happens in our world on a regular basis at the moment, I'll pass it on to you. And I discovered this and I passed on the information to my executive producer, Nick, who said, that's a great story. Let's follow that one up. And we are. At the moment, in the east coast of Australia, there are many people that are suffering as a result of COVID and There are members of families that are passing away. We get the numbers regularly, which is just a shame. They're not numbers. They're people. They're family members. And each individual individual family has to go through a bereavement. Now, imagine being in isolation during that particular time, time and space. We're sitting back a little bit to discuss this further. And I'm very happy to say Chris Hall is the CEO of Australian Centre for Grief, and bereavement, and he has been proactive with this and given you the opportunity to look at a free service on your phone. Chris, welcome to the radio. It's lovely to be with you, Todd. And thank you for joining us all the way over there from the East Coast. I have to, and I, don't, I hope you don't mind me asking, have you experienced grief and bereavement in your family directly as a result of this pandemic? Not as a result of COVID, although um, my mother died very suddenly and unexpectedly in aged care um, fairly recently. And so I think that experience of, of a death that comes uh, often very quickly and suddenly is, uh, is something that I'm sure I and many people are familiar with. And it's, it's, it's hard to navigate because some of us who are of a certain age have not been through that process before. So I think what you've done is, with great respect, the free app. Now, to develop a free app that will help someone go through the grieving process is extremely proactive. Where did the idea come from? Well, it's been an idea idea that had been sort of poaching along for a while. But what we realise is that a lot of people are very reluctant to seek help. I think Australians are pretty independent-minded and the idea of reaching out and and seeking help sometimes can be a, a much bigger challenge than we appreciate. So, um, again, most people have got a mobile phone in their hands, and so this free app, which is called My Grief, that's one word, is designed both for bereaved people, but also for people who are supporting them, because often we don't know what to say or what to do. Um, we don't want to make it worse. And so this is really a very simple way of conveying um, for both bereaved people some things that they can do. These are um, the death of somebody that we love is a choiceless experience, but the way we respond to our grief, there are lots of things we can do. And so we've made this available free in Australia, the US and the UK. We've had uh, to date over 7,000 people download it. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's something that can really, again, provide people with tailored suggestions. So if they're bereaved, everybody's bereavement is very different. And so we've got some questions there that will then provide people with some some very clear uh, ideas as to what might be able to make things uh, better for them. How long has the app been up and running, did you say? We've had it out for about 18, about 18 months. Uh, we've recently made some changes to it uh, to, address, uh, to address COVID, um, but it's... Uh, it's great that people can, you know, 24-7 have access to, you know, good information. Um, and I think it's also important for 
for people who know others. We know that 81,500 Australians have been bereaved directly as a result of COVID. And so, you know, addressing those questions of what do I say, what can I do, not just now, today, but in the months and, and even years that follow. You know, we have this idea that grief is this thing that kind of we experience some event and then we kind of get over it quickly. But grief's not like that. You know, grief ends a life, but it doesn't end a relationship. It, you know, time does not heal all wounds. Uh, it's one of the great myths, I think. Mm, and it's interesting too, because there are times when you feel in your heart, if someone has experienced, uh, you know, bereavement, if somebody's experiencing bereavement or grief or loss, you feel as if you want to do the human thing, which is put your arms out and give them a hug or, or help them out. But that, that could be confronting on occasions. And I think, I think the best thing to do is to, is to not, not stand there like a statue, but actually start a conversation. But some people may find that very hard indeed. I'm assuming that my grief gives you the tools to just suggest a couple of ideas, yeah? Absolutely. And I think the important thing is to say or do something, even if the words are imperfect. There are lots of things we can do to convey to somebody that they are not alone. We know that you know, feel that sense of being supported by other people who get us, who understand our experience can be can be really helpful. And we might just do that in a very practical way. We might, you know, we might send them a text or a note. We might you know, organize for for a meal. We might put the date of the death in our diary so that you know, we, we reach out to people on those days that might be particularly difficult. Mm. Um, so, and you're right that, you know, that desire to, to embrace or hold somebody is really important. But of course, with COVID, family members aren't able to be with their, their loved one. Um, often when they're, they're dying, uh, these deaths are often very sudden and unexpected. So people are dealing not just with the, the sense of grief and loss, but also, also the sense of trauma, this, this um, feeling that it's come right out of the blue. So people can really feel overwhelmed. But mm. the really important thing is that it's really important that, that uh, people know that uh, they're cared for, um, they're loved, and that we actually acknowledge and recognise what they're going through. We are talking on the night shift to Chris Hall, the CEO of Australian Centre for Grief and Bereavement. And there is a free app that you can download, My Grief, all one word. It's free for you to assist to assist you if someone is going through a time of need and you're not sure what to say or do. And, of course, I'll just let you know, Chris, we're in, we're in Perth. We're, we're, we're in the, mm-hmm. the, the Hermit Kingdom over here. We're locked in. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the borders are not open at the moment. We're not familiar with the numbers that are happening on the east coast of Australia. We're not familiar with those people that are passing away on the east coast of Australia. And once you do get pinged, you have to go into isolation. If someone has to go into hospital as a result of COVID-19, you don't, they don't get visitors. You don't get the opportunity to say goodbye to somebody that you would want to say goodbye to. You would want to stop them and say, I love you. I'll be with you. I'll hold your hand. But you don't get that chance if you actually are suffering from the virus itself. So it's a really interesting world. I mentioned before about putting your arms around someone to cuddle, but you may not get the chance if COVID is in the community. So, I mean, there are so many things, so many different elements to this, but I think what you've done is a great concept. And I just think it needs to be embraced. The app needs to be embraced because more than ever, we're going to need social media. We're going to need the phones. We're going to need those FaceTime abilities, aren't we? 
That's right. Yes, that's right. And I think all those challenges about COVID that you mentioned, this is why the research is showing that people who are bereaved as a result of, of a COVID death are three times more likely to develop, to develop some difficulty or some problem with their bereavement experience. They don't, like most people, kind of you know, bounce back after some months. Um, and so they, these can be particularly disabling um, experiences. Mm. But you're right, um, the, that, that sense of you know, separation uh, of, of social distance has been, and, and this also extends to things like funerals, the sorts of ideas of community coming together to celebrate, to remember a life um, and to seek support from others who also knew this person um, has also been compromised as, uh, as, as well. And I think, you know, behind each of those numbers is a story. Um, in some countries, uh, media have profiled um, uh, people who've died of COVID in the media. And I think if we think of the, the recent death of Glenn Wheatley, for example, those sorts of public deaths break through uh, the anonymous numbers that we, uh, that we are exposed to every day. Mm. And so I think it's important for us not to forget the, the human stories beyond those statistics. Because you know, you mentioned, gosh, uh, you mentioned uh, Glenn Wheatley. It, he, it was announced on Six Power on our program that uh, he had passed away. It was in our time frame, and mm. uh, we had so many people that rang up and showed great respect to to him. Just recently, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful, but also painful at the same time because again, all of a sudden, it wasn't a number. It was a name. It was a person that we could relate to. And I guess when you're talking family members, if you have a bereavement directly related to your family. If you have a loss, a family member passes, be, be it, you know, immediate family or slightly removed family, there are parts of your brain that sort of turn off when you are going through grief. And that's why I think the app is almost like a trigger mechanism to sort of go, have you done this? Because your brain could be turned off. You're just in grief. You're not thinking straight. The app has the ability to trigger a process. Absolutely. And I think one of the things we recognise is that people who are, are recently bereaved find it very difficult to, to process information, to concentrate. So we've tried to present that material in a way that's really easy and bite-sized. Yeah. So people can dip in and dip out of it over, over time when, when, it, when it feels um, okay for them. I think one of the great challenges of grief is its invisibility. Um, in Victorian England, people would wear clothes that would convey to the world that they, in fact, were bereaved. But today... Um, uh, there are lots of people who hold, you know, within their hearts and minds, private stories of loss, and uh, yeah. and there's a reluctance for, um, for for people to to share uh, that distress. They don't want to be a burden to others because of their experience, mm. as well as our culture not quite knowing the right way of trying to connect or or be helpful to others. Well, quite true. And I'm just thinking that you know, when I was a young fellow, I can remember uh, having some great Italian mates. And uh, at a certain uh, time, I noticed that their their grandmother was wearing all black at a particular time, yeah. and they were going to wear all black for a for an elongated period of time. And at that moment, I understood what it meant in the in the yeah. Italian culture for the women of a certain age to wear complete black. Uh, they were in yeah. mourning, so you understood what was going yeah. through. You could see that from a distance. But in the Australian culture, we don't have that. We don't have we don't. that mechanism. And I, and I think that look, I'm just I'm thinking this through. You have created a great tool that many of us will or may or, I mean, in years to come, if my grief is there as an app free to the public, it's it's yeah. the ability for all of us as Aussies to quickly go and have a look, see what is relevant to our story and the way that we are going through our grief, our bereavement, 
and to be able to get a little bit of assistance to make the journey a little bit easier without losing that devastating pain of loss, but making life a little bit easier on this side. Absolutely. And we may not need it today or tomorrow, but we will. The human condition is such that we yeah. don't have an unending supply of tomorrows and we'll have people around us dealing with our death, but we'll also be dealing with the, the, the loss of people that we uh, are in relationship yeah. to. And so there are things we can actually learn. Uh, there, there are tools that we can actually develop that can help both ourselves, well done. but also help others as well. Well done, Chris. Thank you for joining us tonight on 882 6PR. Really happy. Congratulations on my grief. I'm going to go and download it myself and have a bit of a Thank look you. through. But I'm, I'm quite intrigued. And letting people know on 6PR of this free service, uh, it's an honour and a privilege. Thank you, Chris Hall. Thanks, Todd. Bye-bye. Chris Hall is the CEO of Australian Centre for Grief and Bereavement. And letting us know here on 882 6PR, a free app is there for you. Does it give you all the answers? No, it probably doesn't. But it will assist. If you are going through grief and bereavement yourself right now, here's an option for you to get out the phone, go to the App Store, download My Grief. That's what it's there for. Plus, at the same time, so many people on the east coast of Australia are going through this grief alone because they can't go and visit their relatives in hospital. They can't go and see them because of the COVID structure. You've got to stay isolated. More than ever, we need to reach out to people or and if they're not there... What do we lean on? This is one example, one really good example where we can get a little bit of, I don't know, time and space to put our love and respect for someone else in place and still have the pain of the loss, but make sure that we can get through it to come out the other side. Our phone number here is 133-882. That, I think, is a great idea. Well done to Chris and the team at the Australian Centre for Grief and Bereavement. We'll take a break on 6PR. Back with you soon.